This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. It's fair and 39 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Friday, the 11th of February, 2022. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. We've got a nice day in store for you today. We will see clouds on the increase, a high close to 70 with winds about 15 miles an hour. Mostly cloudy tonight, low down to 33. Cloudy early Saturday, gradually becoming sunny, a lot cooler, a high only in the lower 40s. Clear Saturday night, low down to 24. And sunshine on Sunday with a high of 52. We could have some gusty winds late Sunday afternoon into Sunday evening. Sunday evening's low, 24 overnight. And Monday we'll have sunny skies and a high of 57. Next mention of rainfall is Wednesday, and then it's a 30% chance. Right now, it's fair, 39 at the KVOM studios. Let's congratulate our employee of the day. It's Cindy Marshall over at Hawkins Insurance. Obituaries this morning. Avery Hotfoot Donald III, age 67, has died. He was a United States Army veteran, later worked as a cement mason. In 2014, he joined Mount Carmel Missionary Baptist Church in Plummerville. He is survived by two sons, Avery Donald IV and Anthony Donald, both of Moralton. Daughter Avriana Donald of Menifee, five grandchildren, four siblings, Zelma Polk of Sherwood, Gail Robinson of Conway, Eric Stanley Donald of Plummerville, and Helen Brown of Conway, and many nieces, nephews, relatives, and friends. Walkthrough visitation will be today, noon till 6, at Veasley Funeral Home. Celebration of life service will be Saturday morning at 11 at New Generation Church in Conway with burial at the Arkansas State Veterans Cemetery in North Little Rock. Stephen Ray Harris, age 47, died Tuesday, February 8th. He was the son of Irvin Harris and Bonnie Cloninger Harris. Spent 30 years of his logging career working in the family business. Arrangements are by Rosewood Funerals and Cremations of Moralton and Conway. And in lieu of flowers, the family requests donations be made to Rosewood Cremations and Funerals to help cover service expenses. Travis Lamar Howell, age 45, of Plummerville, died Wednesday, February 9th. He was a heavy equipment operator for the Department of Sanitation in Conway, a member of the Faith Assembly of God in Plummerville, basketball coach, and is survived by his wife, Letitia Crawford Howell of Plummerville, children Austin Howell, Tristan Howell, Aaliyah Howell, and Levi Howell, all of Plummerville, father Harley Howell of Conway, mother and stepfather Mary and Ronnie Maggard of Springdale, siblings Tori Howell, Angela Howell, Nicholas Howell, and Andy Maggard, and many adopted children. Funeral services for Travis Lamar Howell will be held Monday, February 14th at 10 a.m. at Faith Assembly of God with Pastor Doug McClure officiating. Burial will be at Plummerville Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Family visitation will be Sunday afternoon from 2 until 4 at the funeral home. Brenda Wade Thomas McLean, age 71, of Moralton, died Wednesday, February 2nd. Funeral service will be Saturday, February 12th, 10 a.m., at Hickory Hill Baptist Church in Moralton by Pastor Charles E. Brown. The body will lie in repose from 9 a.m. until service time. Arrangements are by Vance Wilson and Jarrett Funeral Home of Moralton. Nina Faye Tubbs-Smith, age 50, died on Sunday, February 6th. Funeral service will be this morning at 10 at Bob Neal and Sons Chapel in Moralton with Pastor Wesley Howell officiating. Arrangements are by Rosewood Funerals and Cremations of Moralton and Conway. 7.35, fair, 39 degrees at the KVOM studios, on our way to a high of 69 with clouds increasing. 
KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town always in touch. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, coming up on 737. Fair and 39 degrees at the KVOM studios. A Mayflower man has died from injuries sustained in a single vehicle accident Wednesday morning in Conway. According to Arkansas State Police, 46-year-old Quentin Grant was driving west on Dave Ward Drive when his vehicle left the roadway to the right and continued on the right shoulder until it went through the fence of a backyard on Bairdon Street and came to a final stop after striking a tree. Grant was initially transported to Conway Regional Medical Center for treatment and then to UAMS, where he later died. The Wonderview School District Board of Education voted Thursday night to remove the district's mask mandate effective immediately. The district's revised Continuity of Services plan, approved during a special board meeting, states that the Wonderview School District face-covering requirement for indoor venues and transportation may be determined by the administration. If the percentage of positive cases exceeds 5% of the student-staff population, then face masks will be required indoors and on transportation. The Wonderview School District is currently at less than 1% positivity rate, so face masks are not required campus-wide. Individuals who have tested positive, have no symptoms, and are returning after five days will be required to wear a mask at all times on days 6 through 10. The decision comes as the number of active COVID-19 cases locally and across the state continues to decline. The Conway Public School District's Board of Education discussed a face mask mandate at length this week. No changes were made to their mandate. The Conway Log Cabin Democrat says the matter wasn't on the agenda and caught some board members off guard. It was brought up after a parent told board members she's removing her kids from the district and enrolling them in Conway Christian due to the mandate. In the end, no vote was taken. That matter continues to be left up to the superintendent. Thursday's update from the Arkansas Department of Health shows 15 new cases of the virus in Conway County, with a reduction of 28 in the number of active cases from 229 Wednesday to 201 on Thursday. The South Conway County School District this morning is reporting that 13 students are currently positive for the virus. Seven new cases were recorded in Perry County, where the number of active cases dropped by five for the day to 100. Statewide, 1,825 new cases were recorded, and the number of active cases declined by 2,790. In his weekly briefing, Governor Asa Hutchinson noted the state's active case count has been cut in half in the past week, falling to 24,273 as of Thursday afternoon. The number of hospitalizations have been reduced by 348 in that time to 1,257. The number of daily deaths being reported, however, has been increasing as the other numbers have gone down, although just 10 deaths were recorded in Arkansas Thursday. Vaccine distribution has slowed as the case numbers have gone down. Just 17,000 doses were administered over the past seven days. Dr. Jennifer DeLehe with the health department spoke on the importance of the vaccine, stating that people who are fully up to date with their vaccines, including the booster dose, are much less likely to get infected, to be hospitalized, or to die from COVID-19. I very much want to encourage people because our cases are still rather high. We're not where we need to be. 
if they're not fully vaccinated and boosted, to go ahead and take steps to make that happen. We know that just a little over 2% of the people that have been reported to die since the beginning of December have been fully vaccinated and boosted. So we know that these vaccines can greatly uh, protect people. So I encourage people to do so. As of Thursday afternoon, a little over 529,000 Arkansans have received a booster dose. Moralton City Council Member Gary Cook has announced his intention to seek re-election as Council Member for Ward 2 Position 1. Having lived his entire life in Moralton and Ward 2 and serving on numerous boards, committees, and volunteer groups, along with operating a business in Moralton for many years, Cook says he has a unique perspective on the cares, needs, and views of his constituents. Cook notes that, through great leadership and cooperation among city council members, a tremendous amount of improvements have been made without raising taxes. Early in the discussions of improvements and bond issues, Cook made it very clear he would oppose any tax increase. He says the city has many plans in place for future improvements, and he's asking for the opportunity to help see these projects completed. A sentencing order has been filed in Yale County Circuit Court indicating that Scotty Dowdett has entered a guilty plea to a charge of manslaughter in the shooting death of Jared Sykes. In that order filed Thursday, Dowdett has been sentenced to 120 months of probation to be unsupervised after five years, plus a $10,000 fine, court fees, and 100 hours of community service. The shooting, originally reported as a hunting accident in January of 2021, happened near the Hollabend National Wildlife Refuge in Cardin Bottoms. Dowdett had been free on $25,000 bond, awaiting trial. The first-ever newborn has been safely surrendered at the Conway Safe Haven Baby Box. The box went into service last July. If a mother is unable to care for a newborn, she can anonymously and safely place the child in the box located at the Conway Fire Department, and officials will immediately ensure the child is safe. Officials say since the program launched in late 2017, it's grown to five states and 15 infants have been placed in the boxes. Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson is calling for tapping into the state's surplus to pay for a nearly 500-bed prison system expansion. Hutchinson said Thursday that $60 million to $100 million would be needed for the 498-bed expansion of the North Central Unit in Calico Rock. The governor said the expansion is needed because of expected growth in the state's prison inmate populations and to ease the backlog of state inmates housed in county jails. And you hear our county sheriff speaking of this, and it puts a burden on them, and so does not give our local court system enough flexibility uh, to arrest people on misdemeanor offenses uh, and to have adequate space in their county jail for other purposes. And so we need to get that back up down. Governor Hutchinson said he'll seek legislative approval of the plan when lawmakers convene next week for this year's fiscal session. Now 743, let's check markets. Here's Jenny Knight of Edward Jones in downtown Moralton. On Wall Street, U.S. markets closed near the lows of the day as a hot inflation reading this morning sparked a sell-off across equity and bond markets. The technology-heavy Nasdaq fell more than 2%, while the S&P 500 was down over 1.5%. Yields climbed higher, with the U.S. 10-year yield climbing above 2.0% levels for the first time since the pandemic began. Volatility spiked higher as well, with the VIX volatility index up over 20% on the day to 24 levels. The Dow closed at 35,241, down 526 points. NASDAQ closed at 14,185, down 304 points. 
volume was heavy as 1.1 billion shares traded hands on the big board. Taking a look at stocks of interest to Arkansans, AT&T was down $0.25 cents at $24.25. Bank of America was down $0.23 cents at $49.05. Centerpoint Energy was down $0.63 cents at $27.62. Deere & Company was down $2.25 at $393.15. Energy Corporation was down $4.01 at $106.45. Under Armour was down $0.13 cents at $17.33. Simmons Bank was down $0.07 cents at $28.95. Regions Financial was up $0.07 cents at $24.92. Southwestern Energy was up $0.13 cents at $4.69. Tyson Foods was down $0.84 cents at $97.88. Walmart was down $1.61 at $136.08. LiveRamp was down $2.78 cents at $41.65. Interpublic Group was down $3.46 at $35.98. Nextera Energy was down $1.21 at $75.45. Natural Gas was down $0.05 at $3.95. Precious Metals were lower. Gold was down $9.70 at $1,826.90. Silver was down $0.16 at $23.18. I am Jenny Knight, Branch Office Administrator with Edward Jones, Doug Cahill's office, North Moose Street, downtown Moralton. On our community calendar, UACCM is offering three upcoming international travel opportunities open to UACCM students and employees, as well as the general public. The scheduled tours are to Spain and Morocco this May, South Africa in May of 2024, and Ireland, Wales, and England in spring of 2025. An informational session will be held today at noon in the UACCM University Center, room 216. Riverview Baptist Christian School in Apollo is hosting a carry-out-only spaghetti supper. Today, the meal will be served from 4.30 to 7 p.m. in the school cafeteria and will include spaghetti, salad, bread, dessert, and a drink. The cost is a donation to the school. To place an order in advance, call 501-215-1752. The University of Arkansas Cooperative Extension Service is hosting the 2022 Tri-County Forage Conference. For Conway, Perry, and Faulkner Counties, this Saturday at the Faulkner County Fairgrounds in Conway, the day starts with registration at 8.45 a.m. and ends with lunch at 12.30, sponsored by 101 Livestock Auction and Farm Credit Services. The Arkansas River Valley Singing Convention will take place Saturday morning at 10 at Temple Missionary Baptist Church in Perryville. A potluck lunch will be served. Moralton American Legion Post Number 39 will hold its regular monthly meeting Saturday morning at 10. Knights of Columbus Council 6680 in New Dixie is sponsoring an all-you-can-eat spaghetti and sausage supper Saturday, 4 to 7 p.m. at St. Boniface Parish Hall. Meals are $10 each. Carryouts are available by calling 501-759-2896. An episode of the TV show Kindred Spirits featuring the Rialto Community Arts Center will premiere Saturday on the Travel Channel and streaming on Discovery+. Plus. The public's invited to a free viewing on the big screen at the Rialto Saturday night at 7. Following the screening, Casey Myers will host ghost tours for $25 per person. For more information, call Casey at 501-208-1223 or visit rialtomoralton.com. And the South Conway County School Board meets Monday night at 6 at the Superintendent's Office in Moralton. As always, we thank you for listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, and we want to remind you that you can always listen to KVOM's weekday morning news watch on our podcast channel. Just search for KVOM on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeart, or SoundCloud, 
or you can find it on our website or app. Our weekday morning News Watch podcast is brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. 748, a little later on, we'll visit with Kevin Van Pelt from the Conway County Extension Service. Up next, Eric Tyler joins us with sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. KVM's Newswatch with Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Marlton's senior girls and boys basketball teams finished their regular season tonight with games at Clarksville. The boys have already clinched the outright 4A4 conference championship and number one seed for next week's district tournament. The girls are locked in as the number two seed. The girls' game is scheduled to start at 6 p.m. with the boys' game to follow. We will have broadcast of both those games for you live on KVOM FM 101.7, online at KVOM.com, and on the KVOM app. Again, starting around at 6 o'clock. You can also hear from Lady Devil Dog Coach Karen McNabb and Devil Dog Coach Keith Zachary during the Marlton Basketball Coaches Show at 3 o'clock this afternoon on KVOM. That'll be followed by the Sacred Heart Coaches Show with Lady Knight Coach Kyle Duval and boys' coach Chase Lewis. Wonderview's senior high teams finish their regular season tonight with games at home against Calico Rock. Girls game at 5 p.m. followed by the boys. Nemo Vista also wraps up its regular season tonight with games at home against Conway Christian. Girls play at 6 p.m. followed by the boys. Nemo Vista's junior girls won the 1A4 district championship last night, beating Mount Vernon Nola in the tournament finals in Mount Vernon. Sega Hearts junior boys finished as district runners-up after falling in their championship game to Mount Vernon Enola. Former Marlton High School standout to me at Templeton had five points and six rebounds for the Henderson State women's team on Thursday, but the Reddies lost to Southwestern Oklahoma 90-78. Sacred Hearts Mackenzie Greason had nine points, four rebounds, and three steals for the University of the Ozarks women's team on Thursday, but the Lady Eagles lost to East Texas Baptist 69-46. University of Arkansas women's team snapped a two-game losing skill with a 68-66 win over Auburn last night. The Razorbacks are now 15-8 overall, 5-5 in Southeastern Conference play, and they'll play at Missouri on Sunday. The Arkansas softball team opened its season with a 4-0 win over Rutgers at a tournament in Mexico on Thursday. The Razorbacks play Memphis and Washington today and will play two more games on Saturday. Fresh off their win over number one Auburn, the Arkansas men's basketball team goes on the road for a tough game against Alabama on Saturday. Tip off at 11 a.m. with coverage live on our sister station, 99.3 The Eagle. The Central Arkansas women's and men's teams are on the road for games against Jacksonville State on Saturday. Women play at 1.45 p.m. Men play at 4 o'clock. Both of those games will air live on our sister station, 92.7 Jack FM. Look at weather now on this Friday, and we've got humidity currently at 100% with calm winds. Barometric pressure 29.88 inches. Low temperature this morning, 29 degrees. High yesterday was 68. A year ago today, the low was 24 with the high of 32. No rain in the last 24 hours at KVOM. Total for the year 5.81 inches. Our sunset this evening is at 549. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 701. And forecast calls for... Increasing clouds today, afternoon high around 69 degrees, then mostly cloudy tonight with a low around 38. 
With decreasing clouds tomorrow, but colder temperatures high of only 43 expected. And then into the low to mid-50s Sunday, and a little bit of a warming trend again through midweek. And really Wednesday of next week is our next uh, Mickey rainfall. So we'll keep an eye on that Wednesday and Thursday of next week. Right now, though, fair skies. 34 degrees in Marlton at 7.53 on KVOM. News continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. It is 7.57 now on KVOM. And it's time for a close-up interview this morning. We're joined by Kevin Van Pelt, agriculture agent, Conway County Cooperative Extinction Service. Good morning, Kevin. Good morning, Eric. All right. You've got uh, a little bit little bit going on here to talk about this morning. A couple big, uh, big programs, conferences. Yes, producers. We have uh, several coming up here in the next week or two for yeah. uh, in beef cattle. Yeah, Some pretty forages. Yeah, pr- pretty pretty big ones. Um, uh, the forage conference, I guess, will be. Yes, uh, Cry County forage conference at what tomorrow? Yes, yep. tomorrow morning, starting uh, I believe nine o'clock. Registration will open about eight forty-five. So if you want to get there early, um. We intend we when we first put this forage program together, we were you know we we intended to focus you know primarily on forage production, but it's hard to get a bunch of cattle guys together and not talk about cattle. So uh, our livestock economist will be there uh, giving a market update. A lot of but I'm sure he's also going to talk about the increase. Uh, cost of inputs like fertilizer and herbicides yeah. that we're seeing. Some of the fertilizers and and herbicides are. Uh, three or four times what they uh, were were last year as far as cost. Wow. And so um, our forage specialist uh, will be on the program talking about things to consider uh, uh, on these inputs. Um, and uh, that was one thing I was going to mention is we're coming in, you know, we're, we're talking about it's supposed to get up to 70 today. We're coming yeah. into the time where um, – Cool season annual grasses and winter weeds are going to start taking off here in the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. So now's the time to be thinking about uh, putting out the pre-emerge herbicide applications or your burn down applications on winter weeds and also uh, looking at getting fertilizer. <coughs> uh, all, like I said, on the, on the cool season grasses, mm-hmm. um, making those applications in the next few weeks. Okay. Uh, but on the forage meeting tomorrow, uh, we're going to be also talking about weed control and, and uh, some of the issues with army worms last year, uh, what we dealt with and what, what to start looking at for this year. Hopefully they won't show up this year, but we're going to try to be prepared. Um, okay, so yeah, and that's, at, yeah, that's in Conway at the, the, the forage conference, right? Yes, in, at the uh, expo center at the Con- uh, Faulkner County Fairgrounds. Okay. All right, that'll be a big one uh, tomorrow. And then, of uh, course, here in Marlton, right, the River Valley Beef Conference? Yes, we're going to be hosting that. Farm Credit also will be helping with sponsoring that one. They're actually going to be uh, uh, 
uh, cooking the lunch, and uh, that uh, will be a good program. We'll be talking about uh, freezer beef yields, and uh, again, uh, the uh, increased cost of the fertilizers and you know things to consider on that. So it should be a good program. Okay. All right. So, um, again, they can just show up, right? No. Yes. Uh, and again, that is a twenty dollar registration fee on the uh, beef conference here next Tuesday. Uh, but just on both of them, just uh, uh, register when you show up. Okay. Uh, All right. Now, uh, we were talking about uh, Perry County. Yeah is hosting a uh, bull selection workshop Mm -hmm. on February 23rd in the evening at Perryville High School, I believe. And they are requesting pre-registration for that one. Um, And so you might contact the Perry County office if interested in that one, and that uh, would be a great opportunity because uh, they've managed to, um, I believe, pull in some favors, and they've got a specialist from Oklahoma State University coming in to, uh, to talk on that one. So it should be really good. Okay. Yeah, a lot of, lot of important workshops, conferences coming up. So it's that time of year. Yes. So, all right. And uh, anything else? Yeah, you talk about the winter, winter weeds, and and happening. Anything else? I was just, morning? I was just going to mention. You know, uh, like the cost of urea has. Uh, we've seen the co- we've seen the prices triple since last year. I mm-hmm. uh, was talking about. You know, in the next few weeks, it's time to get these urea applications made. Uh, on cool season grasses and one thing to consider and it's something we're going to be talking about on these programs i'm sure but um uh those nitrogen applications like the recommended rate is 60 pounds of nitrogen Mm -hmm. per acre but that first 30 pounds of nitrogen uh gives you about uh, two-thirds of your yields so uh one place you might consider and i'm i'm saying I'm try- I guess what the point I'm trying to make is uh, don't make, don't not make a urea application just because of the price. But if you're going to cut it back, just you know put out, uh, you know the 30 pounds per acre and still, uh, okay. you know get something out of it. Okay, sure. All right, well, Kevin. Um, a lot of good information. If they need more, need need to find out anything else, how can they get a hold of you? They can contact our office at nine seven seven two one four six. All right. Kevin Van Pelt, Agriculture Agent, Common County Extension Service. Thank you so much. Thanks, Eric. Have a great weekend. All right, you too. It is 8.02 now on KVOM. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.